Our journalist Benjamin George Cole seeks out different cultural events to highlight for you. He does this because they're interesting and because culture matters. Last week on the 14th of February, Luxembourg stood on a dubious podium once again. We are the world's second country to reach the overshoot day. Meaning that, if the global population lived like Luxembourg, all the biological resources the Earth regenerates during the entire year would be used by the 14th of February. Qatar is the only country that performs worse. The National Museum of Natural History, in their current exhibition, Impact, exposed the multiple ways how humanity influences biodiversity and nature. Ben George Cole took a walk through the museum, talking to curator Monique Hirsch. It's a shame on us because uh, we are really consuming too much and using up way too much. And we really have to wake up. It's a kind of a wake-up call, I would say, uh, to raise awareness, to get everybody to really think about what's going on and not just consume and don't care. But I think Slow. it's just getting out slowly that everybody's getting more conscious or press everybody's uh, realizing it more. Like even yeah. us with this exposition, we're trying to raise awareness. Of course, yeah. But it, yeah, so an incredibly timely and important exhibition to be mm-hmm. running. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're, we're at the entrance here. Um, let's walk in and uh, tell me, what am I seeing, Monique? So, just to start with, it's, uh, this uh, exposition partly has come out of the Museum of Toulouse, out of France, and it's called Impact uh, la Biodiversité en Question. We have the text in French and in German, but we also have an app where everything's in English. And uh, it's uh, the first, how do you say, the first room is kind of with the facts and figures of the biodiversity and the extinction of the animals and all kinds of uh, figures where you can say, okay, I can read up, check up, where are we standing for the moment, and also of everything that's going extinct and how many animals and plants are really on the list that they are, yeah, getting destroyed. Then we have also to explain what is biodiversity. It is the diversity of the species, of Mm -hmm. uh, the plants, the animals, and it's everything that's uh, living. But it also is in a certain, um, how do you call it, in a balance. Mm -hmm. And it's also the certain environments these animals and plants live in, they are in, in a balance. And so whatever happens, we could tell you about an invasive species or the climate change. This balance is thrown, uh, how should I say, is disturbed and that yeah. causes a lot of problem, a lot of uh, species that go extinct due to that. So what we have is we try to decorate around or give some uh, enhancements since this is coming from Toulouse, from France, to put in elements also from uh, positive impacts since this is a, how should I say, Unfortunately, it's a little bit depressing when you go through because it is yeah. really, you get really aware of what's going on and we try to bring in some positive impacts or positive elements and also for Luxembourg. But one thing that you see here is all these green nets hanging here around and uh, as a visitor you could think, okay, this is this just decoration, but we have all over these legends uh, hanging and it's to explain. We got this uh, donation from Healthy Seas and that's an association, I'm sure you all heard about ghost fishing, meaning all these nets are lying in the ocean and mammals marine mammals die birds die because they get caught in there and so this association they go fishing they have um, divers uh, would do this uh, how should i say for, uh, on their own and they go diving and get this with the fishers and they have already collected 770 tons of nets since 2013 and what's interesting is they recycle these nets. So they kind of make a certain uh, plastic melted and get these little pebbles and do this nylon. And with this nylon, they make um, p- polar 
um, jackets and, and okay. like uh, socks or backpacks. Mm -hmm. So this is really to show a positive impact. What can be done to get over this negative uh, impact of the biodiversity dying out or right. going extinct. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we also build in certain elements, as you could see, we used recycled carton and uh, we also have all our, how do you say, our um, tapestry or our, our posters are all on this carton and we have got also the occasion for the CNA and uh, Tom Alesch, his movie, Eng Erd, it's called in Luxembourgish, meaning one planet or one earth. And uh, they show all the associations in Luxembourg, what they are all doing to have a positive impact too. Or we want to bring out what is Luxembourg all doing also right. to uh, show what can be done, what can be positive <laughs> to um, so we all can go and try and go against this uh, this crisis we have with the biodiversity. Right. So it's also to show ways what can be done. Yeah. So we have the, I suppose this is the climate protest march? Yes, that's one part we're showing. There's no planet B, as you can see, and it's Youth for Climate. And it's to show also in Luxembourg, they had gone on the streets. Uh, it's the young ones, the teenagers, everybody and the younger ages are going out on the street and they're demonstrating, mm -hmm. saying we have enough, yeah, we have to do something. So that's also a method of showing uh, we have to change. Is this uh, exhibition targeted at young people in particular? It's for everybody I would say. It's just a certain uh, age group where I have to say it's a little bit difficult to digest or you really would have to say for the youngers it's 9, 10, that's already yeah, maybe yeah. certain stuff are too difficult to explain but you could try it in mm -hmm. an easy way. I see, yeah. Because you know, just looking at these images now and the, the footage of the, of the climate protest you know, I wonder whether it's, you know, the young, pe young people seem like they're, they're persuaded already of the urgency yeah, and it's yeah. maybe the older generations that need to be prodded a little bit. Yeah, we had certain, we have also a um, um, big program around this whole exposition and we had workshops where there are a lot of, uh, we had younger people also there and they were saying they were very upset because it's like we're all saying, yeah, the younger ones have to change, the younger ones have to do something and they were telling me they have an awful pressure. Uh, like we, we have to change to a certain age but it's the younger ones are feeling very upset too because it's uh, how do you say a big burden on their shoulders yeah. like they feel like they have to uh, fish us out of this mess and that's mm. not so easy for them either mm -hmm. you mentioned their um, workshops that you've had there are more workshops coming up as part of this program if I yes right. we have classical we have our we always had our science tuesdays in the natural history museum but now we have them um, every tuesday researchers with impact mm -hmm. so we kind of had this as a platform where we said well we have all kinds of sections in our museum uh, botanic zoological and uh, we said well we want everybody to show maybe out of our house our scientists what kind of uh, research they are doing and what kind of positive impacts uh, we could show to the grand public what's uh, going on in our house and to show our research also. So, researchers with impact we show on Tuesdays and we also have other external uh, conferences come in and uh, hold their speech to show too what's all positive or what can be done for a positive impact. Okay. for this biodiversity Could you give us a, a few examples of the kind of research that researchers at the National Mu 
museum. Well, we had like our zoological section. They had about the raccoons. That's an invasive species. So we had a whole, uh, even the invasive species in Luxembourg, we had a conference to tell what's the what's the impact they have or what, what happens over here in Luxembourg or how many, just to show the data and explain what's going on. Or even the botanic has by us the red lists of the plants, what are dying out or which are surviving. So they have a whole, the whole studies they have they are showing all their um, research work what they have done what they found out and what's the last uh, how do you call it the last uh, situation or stand of the research uh, mm-hmm. figures and facts yeah and that's every tuesday members of the public are welcome yes to everybody's welcome we have all our events are on eventbrite where you can uh, take a ticket it's free it's just the entrance for the museum but on tuesdays our museum is free from seven to eight it's uh, sorry from 17 <laughs> from five to eight it's uh, free so there's a free entrance and all the other workshops we just don't have conferences we try and get in every age group so we even had a tiktok workshop or we had uh, a slam poetry beatbox uh, rap guided tour to get really different kind of people in and we also have sundays a guided tour where we have a very fun lunch or a dinner uh, afterwards where you can have the biodiversity of certain foods like the potatoes or certain meats or cheeses we try to offer a, a kind of a fun combination yeah sounds great and the most of these events are in which language we have them announced some are in luxembourgish or in french or we even have german and english it's uh, it's all announced online so some conferences are in luxembourgish other ones in french and english it's a mixed variation of languages we try our best to um, adapt if there's a problem but the conferences normally are all in a certain language so okay. Um, and what about, uh, you know, I, I know there's the, the Nature on Strike event yes. coming up. Yeah. Could you say a little about that and maybe also then any other events that are also coming up in the next week or... The Nature on Strike is real fun too because that's our graphical section who is uh, in charge too where you can come in and on the computer do an animation and with uh, synchronization with the lips try and, uh, how do you say, do a little scenario where the people can, or the kids, the parents, it's for families, um, can think, well, what's nature? What if nature goes against us and goes on strike and what's going to happen? So it's like uh, trying to write a little movie uh, with even the, the filming, filming that, but all with the special computer program, and also trying to put the, the talk, the speech in there, what the, the families would like to tell or would like to say, what the animals would say if they would have a voice and they could speak up. So you might say, though, that um, you know, the na- nature does have a voice, but we've just got to be tuned to hear it yeah we kind of got it when we were already seeing what's happening with the crisis with the climate and everything but this is more to to have a tool maybe to speak up to and try and imagine what would those animals or what would they say to us Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah just to give it a different perspective and try and uh, Mm -hmm. not maybe always with a guided tour but uh, have different workshops who raise the awareness too and Mm -hmm. make you more aware yeah I, I just think um, I find myself thinking about my grandfather, who was um, a climate change denier. He was a very kind man, a very intelligent man, but it was just the, you know, the media he was reading was giving him this message, um, and he trusted that media, I suppose. Have you thought about, in constructing this, or you know, the people you work with, with the activities that they've constructed, have you thought about how it'll appear to somebody like my grandfather with those kind of 
climate change skeptical views? I would say we have to try and raise awareness with whatever means we have and, and try to get whoever with all kinds of workshops trying to touch different categories of people or age groups and just maybe hope it's going to have a little impact too where they just maybe wake up or realize and even everything if it's in little steps. But we had also a conference where there were some data where they said certain people just don't want to hear or are not open for it. So that we have to accept too and just hope that those people we can reach will have a certain impact uh, in future and can multiply I'd say multiply yeah, itself yeah. and uh, have an impact. And uh, have you seen have you seen the positive effects of, I mean, I suppose this is not the first time that the museums had exhibitions like this. Have you seen the positive effects of, of these kinds of exhibitions and this kind of... Uh, no, we had something is also for school classes and everything we have educational. I think that's something you can uh, see only in so many years. Mm -hmm. Or maybe if we touched uh, certain people or kids emotionally mm -hmm. who go and decide to go study something in that area or change something personally, I think that's very hard to... Um, okay. We would have to have a survey to find that yeah. out or really do a certain research work. But it's uh, we are always hoping that it'll have at long terms a positive yeah. impact so that's something you really can't calculate I have to say honestly sure. yeah. but I suppose you, you know when you see all of those young people marching in the footage you have shown there on the wall you can think well maybe very possibly the museum's played its role in uh, we are hoping and we are I would say we are doing a certain part but how much yeah. and to what degree that's the big question but I mm -hmm. guess if nobody would do it we're nothing's going to happen either so it's better than nothing in that sense and I'm sure yeah. we're having an impact but I would say long term yeah. we're going to find that out or realize that or we have what's very interesting is a lot of times adults who come and tell us how fantastic they were as kids running here through or had an, a positive impact what made them decide to go study something in that area and, and that you hear afterwards mm -hmm. like as kids they were here and then you hear as an adult later when they studied or yeah. are working somewhere oh well I was always in the museum and that had a positive impact and the panda club or as a guided tour for the school classes that you hear but <laughs> as yeah. I say it takes a while and as you hear we have all these kids coming in yes. here and uh, <laughs> getting fascinated yeah. yeah and learning cool so I suppose yeah I can just say thank you very much for joining me Monique you're welcome that was Ben George Cole speaking to Monique Kirsch in the National Museum of Natural History. They had a walk through the ongoing exhibition Impact that runs until the 16th of April. This Sunday, the exhibition features the Nature on Strike workshops for families. The workshop session runs for 20 minutes and several spots are available throughout the afternoon. The participants will be guided to recreate animated stories in which nature argues back. You can book a spot on the museum's website, www.mnhn.lu, and you can see the full programme of the Impact Exhibition. You're listening to Ara City Radio, where culture matters.